Hey everybody, how you doing? It's Peter here and it is time for episode 47 of the PDG Advertising Podcast. It's a Saturday in Belfast here and the week went so quickly that I think we only got one podcast out throughout the whole of the the week and I'm sorry about that but we've just been doing some incredible things that I'm going to I'm going to tell you all about them now. So I think from episode 46 we have been doing a lot of uh doing a lot of stuff um a lot of advertising for customers like you would imagine that we would be doing at PDG advertising. But our world has kind of changed ever so slightly. We've got our new start starting in 2 weeks, just less than 2 weeks now. Um, our accounts manager and I can't wait for them to start but I think in the team right now we're feeling that we just need to get our ducks in a row so what that entails is making sure our processes are watertight and I tell you right now they are far from watertight (laughs) Uh, the only person that I'm criticizing is myself when I talk about that we've got a lot to do and a long long way to go And it's interesting because whenever you're running a business, there's no playbook, there's no guide, there's nobody to tell you what to do. Very few people understand what you're going through and it's it's tough. In your mind, you've got a good idea of what should be happening and how you're going to be soon. But putting together the pieces of how you're going to get there is reasonably tough. I'm, I'm not going to say it's difficult because it's the game. It's what you're doing. It's it's how you're it's how you're you know um, playing every day. It's how everybody is working every day. I think people that run businesses can look very um, cool and calm and collected, but I do think that every day they're pushing themselves harder. And I think that every day is a, a new day of challenges and every day brings new new things to get over and new hurdles. So even though people, whenever they're successful and they, they look like they're successful, they're successful because they've kept on pushing themselves. And every time you push yourself, you end up in a place you don't really know. And that's kind of what's happening with PDG advertising. We, When I think back to how this business started and it's really interesting Anthony asked so how did how did this even come about how did, did you just walk out of a job at some point I said no I um, was working in an agency and I was really in the agency just to get experience and I approached my first two customers and I got them and I said look if this doesn't work out what what is the worst that can happen here am I going to you know, have to go and work at McDonald's or am I going to have to work as a cleaner or are there any other um, technically worse jobs um, that I would have to do? And I I didn't care. I was like, I I don't, I don't mind it. I mean, I worked on my uncle's mushroom farm whenever I was younger. I, you know, I've always worked and and it it doesn't really matter. And and that's all, that's all fine. If, If it all comes apart, then that's okay. But, but that was whenever we didn't have an office. There wasn't a we, there was just a me. It was whenever I was doing, you know, working from my bedroom. I didn't even have my own um, my own apartment, so the, 
<laughs> the place that I was doing the work was actually a shared accommodation in Belfast. I was renting a room in a house, and then I, um, and the next step, I guess, was was getting a um, getting a, a proper office. But there was loads of little mini steps in before that. Like I worked in coffee houses. I worked out of my car. Worked in libraries. Worked all over the place. Did just anywhere there was an internet connection. And sometimes even when there wasn't an internet connection, I was trying to do work through my phone. But um, in the next step was getting a, a space, a desk space and a co-working space. And then the next step seemed to be getting a little uh, single one-person office for just myself. And then the next step was getting a slightly bigger office and taking on a team member. The next step seems to be getting an even bigger office, taking on another team member. And this has all happened within, you know, four years. So that that journey, but there's it feels like it's accelerating quite fast. It feels like it took a long time for the first things to get sorted out. So the working in your bedroom, working all of that stuff first. It feels like it took, it feels like it has taken. It took a long time to get to maybe having a two-person team, but now things are going at an extremely rapid pace, and I love it. But because it's going at a rapid pace, we don't always know what we're doing. We don't always know how we're going to organize things right down to how we um, maintain the structure of our folders, things like that. You know, little things that you don't think of whenever you're working for someone else because there's someone else to deal with that. But here there's not. And it's going to take a while before we're really big. Um, but but damn, it's a, let, let me tell you this, it's a really exciting journey and it's it's a real buzz and it's pretty cool. Um, but but that's what's that's what's happening this week. We're trying to maintain a little bit of order and we're trying to create a little bit of order. Um, and I'll talk a little bit about stability later, but but that's where our world is right now. So I guess something that's been a theme of PDG advertising um, recently is our early starts. Uh, again, I mentioned it before, I think it was on the PDG advertising podcast episode 46, but there were... I've been watching a lot of um, motivational videos recently and they're really powerful to keep you focused and keep your 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 eye on the on the ball just basically on YouTube and there's a couple on uh, Audible that I've been listening to um, people like Gary Vaynerchuk Tony Robbins lots of different people like that and someone called Les Brown as well he's pretty cool and we, uh, one of the one of the things that keeps coming up in these videos is get up early. So wake up early, rise, get up out of your bed. And I've been finding that getting up early for this might sound ridiculous. So getting up at five o'clock is excellent. Whenever you get up at five o'clock and you get up and well, I got to say this as well, because it's kind of linked in with something else. We've been I've been intermittently fasting a lot recently. And it's really interesting is intermittent fasting. I, I'm not sure if it's working. I, I think it is in terms of weight loss. That's my primary goal with it. But it's also helping with time management. And why am I talking about intermittent fasting and weight loss and time management on the PDG advertising podcast is because you being good and you being right and being functional and 
being well and being happy is part of your ability to be a great digital advertiser or be a great bin man or be a great um, engineer or, or be a great anything. You've got to look after yourself. So that's what I'm trying to do. But it it has led me to waking up early on occasion. And it's so amazing whenever you wake up at you know, five o'clock and if you're intermittently fasting, you don't have to eat anything. So you don't have to think, oh, what breakfast am I going to have? Or, you know, what am I going to eat? Or how am I going to feel myself? Because you know that you're not doing anything until um, about 12 o'clock whenever you break your, your fast at, at lunchtime. Um, so what, what happens is I'm waking up at five and it's just peaceful. And I've got the ability to map out the day if I haven't already done it the night before, which is better but I can go through all customer requests and go through everything that people need without any interruption in terms of customers needing things because none of them are up <laughs> the the um the American ones are just going to bed and uh, the UK ones aren't up yet so or not UK but the, the the only ones that potentially come up are the Australian guys um but we have regular weekly calls um with them and, and they're pretty we're pretty self-sufficient with those amazing customers uh, anyway but but just that time and the and the silence and the you're giving yourself that extra little bit of time in the day, it it really seems to help. So early starts, if you want to be a great digital advertiser, um, add in some early starts in your day, and you'll see how productive that you'll be throughout the rest of the day. But don't get me wrong, you get about eight o'clock in the evening and you're going right. Time for me to go to bed. Um, you know, if, if you're in bed by ten o'clock, you I think you can get up by. Um, five o'clock that's a good seven hour sleep and you know it's funny I heard uh, Charlie Sheen say it before and he said you know <laughs> he'd know um, when he was talking about his alcoholism and his partying and he uh, said that um, the morning belongs to the night before so on those nights where and, and like I do it a lot where I binge watch shows right now I'm watching a lot of Shark Tank on the TV and end up it ends up taking me like one o'clock in the morning. There's no way I'm getting up at five if I've only gone to bed at one o'clock after you know watching stuff and not getting to sleep really quickly. So thinking about when you're going to bed and when you're waking up it actually makes you better at what you do. That discipline, instilling a little bit of that discipline is I think very important for your overall work ethic. And that's really important to me and if you want to be a great digital advertiser or you want to be a great engineer, then you got to have a great work ethic, something that's very, very important. As I said, we're working on our new start coming in the building and um, we care. I, I've seen places that just don't care. Um, they just let people arrive in and don't really know what to do or what they're, what they're doing. But we're working on you know, building the job description up and building the first week of things to do. And just like we did with Anthony um, for a new start, um so we're gonna we're gonna work on that and we've got some surprises lined up for a new start and things like that so that'll be uh that'll be good i guess it's just important to create a welcoming productive atmosphere um a friendly one and one where you know uh, expectations are understood and and that's what we're working on now but but what it means is that it's helping us create our standard onboarding protocol as we bring in more team members we're going to learn more things to do and I'm taking stuff from the good and the bad from the places that I've worked before in terms of onboarding and in terms of you know bringing people in and, and giving them the best possible start. 
I mean, I don't think there's anything with any business venture or any job or anything. You want to try to have the best possible start as you can, because if you have a terrible start, um, it doesn't bode well for your your overall happiness and your overall, um, you know, productivity in the in the workplace. So it's very important that we get this right and that we do everything we can to support our new start. Because look, no doubt, digital advertising. It's extremely fast-paced it's extremely fast-paced things change in a microsecond a, a tone from a customer can can make all the difference in their in their speech a miss a misplaced comma somewhere uh, an incorrect image a lapse of momentary consciousness while sending out an email campaign could send out the wrong message to um, nearly a million people just at the touch of a button so it, it's hard enough it is hard enough without the added pressure of you know not being supported so I think we will be um, doing a lot to, to support each other and our new start as we as we go forward something else that's really cool um, we were talking about um, things to do as a team and, and team team nights and I, <laughs> it's really funny I used to hate these as a uh, um, worker in places and I don't know why I hated them I don't know whether I thought it was too awkward or, or what it was, but I really used to hate them. Now I can just see what opportunity was wasted in these team days and team night outs by me by not fully embracing them. They are key to the success of any team. Really, really important. And we're not mastering out of PDG advertising yet, but we will. That's really important. One that came up uh, during the week that we could do would be hatchet throwing. There's a place in Belfast where you can go throw hatchets. And we agreed that it would let off a bit of steam. Um, so that will definitely be something that we uh, that we organise in the very in the very near future. So we've got a bit of tactical stuff to go through, and it comes from email marketing. Our one of our biggest one of our biggest customers. I was about to say best, but there are no best customers in PDG advertising. They're all best. They, and I mean that because we've kind of handpicked them over time so they're just amazing and they've they've stuck with us and and they're they're successful and, and so are we because of it but one in particular um very big customer very important strategic customer as well they um send out about we send about 22 emails on their behalf monthly to different customers of theirs so in total maybe about 10,000 individual emails but 22 different um, templates for those emails bespoke templates what we do is we send out those emails like on a monthly basis so we send it out on day one of the month but then MailChimp flags up and says like, in a couple, after a couple of days of the email going out this email wasn't opened by some people why not resend it out to non-openers and I looked at it and I thought ah, I don't know about that that's going to cause a lot of unsubscribes and do we really want to be hammering people twice with the same message um and what we found was that it didn't we, we did it anyway we did a test case last month with it and we did it with um and we did it with you know that test case about four of the emails that had to go out and we found no one subscribes we found more opens and more clicks and we decided that we would roll it out across the whole of their business uh, this month and it seems to have worked very well more clicks more more brand awareness and that so I've got a question here. Should you resend to non-openers via MailChimp or any other platform? If someone doesn't open your email, should you resend it to them? 
And my answer is now, yeah, probably. What I would suggest though is that you change the message ever so slightly, like change the the um, the subject line to something along the lines of "Did you see this?" in addition to whatever your subject line was already, and um, maybe a little bit of a change in some of the copy in the email to say "Just in case you missed out," and then people have the option of opening again because maybe they maybe they just genuinely at the time went, oh, "I don't really want to see that," but they didn't unsubscribe or they do want to see things in the future, but um, being able to get in front of them twice doesn't seem to have had an effect on open rates. So when I'm asked the question, should we resend to non-openers? Then yeah, I, I guess the answer is yes, you probably should, because if you don't, you're missing out on extra opens and extra extra clicks on your message. Ah, uh, God, I had a really bad experience on the internet last week or this week, and it was, oh, it was so frustrating. It was a click bit. Clickbit, clickbait journey, clickbit, the new currency from clickers.com. Click, clickbait is whenever you're online and you're scrolling through something and you see something that you just can't not click. You have to click it. Something along the lines of, um, can't believe she did this with a picture of someone uh, pushing someone off a ledge or something like that. That's a bit of a dark place for my brain to go to, but that's basically the idea. So something that you just can't not know about, that you have to be nosy and see what the outcome is. So I, this was about, this this particular article said, it was a Facebook article and I should have known better because it, it had a bride fainting at the altar. And it said, you won't believe what the groom did um, when this happened. And it showed a picture of bride fainting at the altar and I needed to know I needed to know if <laughs> I needed to know if the the groom was a nice guy or a bad guy I needed to go if he like just ran away or something I, I needed I needed to know I needed to know so I clicked on the link and when I clicked on the link I got to this page and I was immediately annoyed because it was adverse just coming at me but I thought I need to know I need to know I need to know adverts coming at me like like something out of a war movie i'm just trying to get to the to the other end of the beach and i'm being machine gunned by adverts and it's rough and it's no good and i don't like it and i'm not happy about it but i need to know what the the groom said so i looked for the text from the post and i read about four lines and then it said next at the bottom and the the four lines were like just introducing the stories and how the bride and groom met and then whenever I clicked next again machine gunned with adverts adverts coming out from all corners I had to click them off and move them away and it just just crazy but again I needed to know so I I went on it and the next was like a flashback to the couple's past that was the next bit of text so it was it was talking about even earlier it wasn't anything about it, it didn't show and I, and I was almost forgetting why I was trying to do it and then I thought I am determined to see how far this rabbit hole goes I am determined to, to find out what happened here 23 pages deep into this and I am still none the wiser and it's still going through all of their family history this and, and it was about 23 pages that I goes right that's it I am not I am not going any further this is the worst I have been tricked this is just trying to get me to click adverts who is going into these stories and then seeing a garbage advert and then clicking on it it's the worst part of our industry it is the worst part of it and it, it, it's so easy to get lost in it. And all I wanted to know was what happened. And I never knew. But 
I guess that there probably was no bride, there probably was no groom, the picture was probably staged. I don't, I don't know. But that's what happened. That's what our internet is filled up with. This kind of dark, dank cave of clicks to get to somewhere that doesn't actually lead anywhere. Just pure annoyance and pure adverts. And that's what we're dealing with. And it's not right. Having said that, it did get me to click it. So what we will be doing is having a look at why that got me to click it and building into our processes of PDG advertising to make even better adverts for our customers. So there's something that's really going on at the moment in PDG advertising and I mentioned at the start where we're trying to achieve a sense of order here. And it's really important that we do that. But what's interesting is it's happening across our customers as well. We've got to a level with quite a few of our customers where we've got stable ROI, ROAS. Um, I mean, for one customer this week, we, we've now had two customers that have had over 200 ROAS on our on our ad platforms using our ads, and, and it's incredible. But th those customers are now in, let's stabilize this mode. We're not trying to, you know, go all in. And I don't know if I'm right about that. We're just trying to stabilize it and say, look, we need to just get this stable level here for a couple of weeks before we amp it up. And, and that's what we're doing. And there's this phrase that I've kind of come up with, um, stabilize, then increase. And that's what we're trying to do. And I think that's a, an approach our customers really love because it doesn't make them, you know, we're not, we're not trying to run before we can walk. We're trying to figure out what buttons to press in order to get them results. And, and that's what we are. And that's what we're doing. And it's a very important part of the overall PDG advertising process. So let's uh, do something that we did before and really enjoyed it. It was where we take a look through the latest news and events in, in technology. The place that I'm going to see these news, news stories is the BBC News um, website in the technology category. And... We'll just take a run through and see what's going on on Saturday the um, 20th of July 2019. Um, it's a day that um, the YouTube, um, someone from YouTube here is saying we won't take you down the rabbit hole. And that's very relevant considering what I was just talking about about that stupid clickbait story. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pause the podcast for a second. I'm going to watch whatever it is that, uh, oh no, that's not a play button. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> the YouTube logo on an image. So let's take a quick look and see what this guy said. So um, it is an article by the company's new managing director for the UK, Ben 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 McOwen Wilson. Ben McOwen Wilson. That's his name. Isn't Owen Wilson the guy that was Hansel so hot right now? His name is Ben McOwen Wilson. Nice double-barreled name there. Ben McOwen Owen Wilson. So he's the... Um, marketing managing director for the uk so basically that means that youtube has a managing director for the uk must have a managing director for the us and different places all over the world i wonder how that uh, how that works <laughs> so what he's saying is that youtube does the opposite of taking you down the rabbit hole that's just lies that's not right um youtube doesn't doesn't youtube absolutely 100 percent brings you down the down the rabbit hole and I would imagine it's through algorithms like they say it isn't but um, this guy Mr. McGowan says no it uh, it doesn't bring you through the rabbit hole you decide have you ever um, gone into YouTube 
to look at a couple of dog and cat videos or something and ended up watching like in my case it usually ends up the other way about i go on looking up about something about bill burr or 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 something about joe rogan and i end up on my new kick which is tucker budsden um a dog or golden retriever that's just cutest thing and the pictures that his his owner or mommy linda does are just um are just amazing but i mean here's the point so if ben mcgowan wilson says that they don't take people down a rabbit hole firstly he's wrong and secondly isn't it amazing that it takes you down a rabbit hole you find out things that you never would you find out things that you would never know i would never know about the monday morning podcast by bill burr i'd never know about the joe rogan podcast so i don't think that's such a bad i don't think that's such a bad thing at all um anyway let's see what else we've got here so the next thing is the french army have asked sci-fi writers to predict the to predict the future isn't there enough of that aren't there enough sci-fi writers out there that have predicted the future and and a lot of times it looks pretty uh pretty grim for what people do um london underground is to get full 4g coverage that's something that's going on that's going to change things in the underground but would it not be better to install like 5g if that's what we're doing or maybe the technology isn't um maybe the the technology isn't there yet and then the itv and bbc set out plans for britbox service i am not interested in watching oh shows like love island gavin and stacy and victoria will be on the itv and bbc streaming service britbox has to be the worst name for anything that i've ever heard i mean there's you're already alienating yourself from 50 percent of the population in northern ireland that may not want for brit to be in their viewing material you're alienating anybody that isn't british i guess and it's just so it's such small small thinking i don't like it at all i really i really uh, don't like it here's a more um here is a more uh social media focused article that's come on so instagram is hiding likes count to remove pressure from people let's see what that's all about because what i heard was you know that whenever it says twenty thousand people have liked your post they're removing that now it says that it has been liked by people and and others i guess the algorithms would still know when the you could still go into the stats but it, it i'm sure that will change behavior i'm sure people will see posts and i'm sure that people do see posts now and see that it's been liked a million times and it probably means that people will like it more because of that but then again i guess if the algorithms are doing their job then it will push things up further but anyway instagram are um, doing this in australia and japan that's the way that um social media companies roll out things like this to test it out in a couple of theaters first and then they um and then they roll it out to the world if it if it works okay um i guess the point of this is to help people focus less on likes and more on uh, on telling their story as someone from Mia from Facebook Australia um, named Mia Garlic, another incredible name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get to laugh at people's names because um, my name is Doke, and I've, I've been ridiculed from it all my life, and I'm not laughing at it. I, I love it. I think it's a wonderful name, and I, and I also like Ben McOwen Wilson. It's wonderful. Um, so yeah that's what's happening instagram is going through a bit of a change and we'll have to see if that has any any real and lasting effect on their 
on their their platform. I think last time whenever we did the news in in online advertising and technology that and um, we said Facebook is going to be charged like five billion for um, their privacy outages over the last um, years. But there's another article here on the BBC saying maybe Facebook will be actually punished after all. The five billion isn't really a punishment for Facebook because they're just so profitable and so wealthy that they knew it was going to happen, and their shares actually, their share price actually rose as a result of that being um, their uh, their punishment. But what it says is that um, the punishment is actually that Facebook. Um, is likely to be um, punished in the in the form of not being allowed to launch their cryptocurrency called Libra. They must really. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg's not a stupid guy, and I really like the idea of cryptocurrency and you know um, cryptography. It, I don't think it's called cryptography and cryptocurrency. Um, I think it's called blockchain is the technology that it's built on or that's the principle that it's built on where there's a trust network. But the amount of horror stories that you've heard of it and that it just sounds very scammy um, to me. But then again, Mark Zuckerberg's not a stupid guy. He must, uh, they must, they must know something about it and they must know that it's a, a solid thing to, to build. I, I think this is probably how they will be punished. They've tried to bring out monetary platforms before and as far as I know, they've failed miserably Facebook. But now they're bringing out something called Libra. It's a new cryptocurrency. And we'll just have to see how it plays out, whether they're allowed to do it or not. Um, but yeah, that's something that's happening in the, uh, in the tech world, world today. So everyone, that was a really enjoyable episode 47 of the PDG Advertising Podcast. If you um, want to leave us a comment or let us know what you thought, uh, I'd love to hear it. Um, if you'd like to be on the podcast, uh, I'd love to talk to you on it. So um, just let me know and we'll, uh, we'll work it out. But I want you to have a wonderful day and week ahead, whatever you're doing. And we'll be back um, in the next couple of days at least with the PDG Advertising Podcast, episode 48. Bye.